The South African Reserve Bank raises its benchmark repo rate and Kenya Airways and South African Airways reveal plans to launch a Pan-African airline group. From over 811 cities, 119 countries, Kush Investments brings you Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse and everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ruth Adong. Your main story is brought to you by INM Bank PLC, INM Bank Rwanda. We are on your side. Stanbic Uganda posted a profit after tax of 366 billion Uganda shillings in the year 2022, representing a year-on-year growth of 33%. Customer deposits grew by 6.8% year-on-year to 6.1 trillion shillings from 5.7 trillion net loans and advances rose to 4.1 trillion from 3.7 trillion Uganda shillings, while total assets grew by 3.9% to 9 trillion shillings. Andrew Mashanda, the chief executive of Stanbic Bank Holdings Limited, reflects on the bank's performance despite prolonged uncertainty of the global and local economy. The macroeconomics have been challenged. That goes without saying. Uh, cost of living challenges across the board. We're still recovering from the pandemic. And never mind the challenges we've had with Bibona, uh, still recovering from the effects or or the after effects of that. But uh, safe to say, um, we continue to dig our heels in and look at the areas of focus and continue to grow this business to the benefit of our shareholders. Our job is to create and grow shareholder value in this business. If you look at our returns, if you look at return on equity, I mean, our target was 20%, which by any measure, in the financial services industry is more than respectable. But this team delivered 21.6%. That is phenomenal. Um, yeah, we've talked about the key events that have shaped our operating environment. I'll just cover a few more of those. Um, the economy is fully reopened. Um, yeah, we are dealing responsibly and strategically and opportunistically um, with some of the after effects. Um, as Leonard Revenue once said, you know, the opportunity of, the life, of a lifetime must be seized within the life of the opportunity. And we believe we're doing exactly that as an organization. Um, if you look at the high fuel prices and the impact on cost of living, we are not blind to that. Uh, we remain firmly focused in just making sure that uh, the geopolitical tensions that have been caused by the Russia-Ukraine, um, the China-Taiwan-US-China relations and all the things that are exogenous um, to our environment. I've kept in firm view, um, but they do have an impact uh, and a trickle-down impact, a cascade effect into the Ugandan economy. And of course, they do cascade into our business. Um, But we need to remain really focused on making sure that uh, we address um, our business to these issues as we go forward. We've seen Foreign portfolio investors move, and uh, for those of you that have been watching the global space, interest rates have gone up across the globe, whether it's the US, the UK, um, and um, the pressures on the emerging markets are are quite obvious uh, in terms of pressures on exchange rates and so on. So you find that the foreign portfolio investors have gone on a flight to quality and they've gone back into their home markets uh, chasing yield. 
uh, but also trying to avoid the potential risks associated with being in uh, emerging markets and frontier markets at this time, given the tensions globally, uh, geopolitical and economic. Uh, we've also seen a rise in benchmark rates, as I mentioned a little earlier, across the board. And it's not just a Ugandan phenomenon, but also if you look at what's happening in the UK, the US, you'll see that there's a phenomenon um, that is quite common across the globe. If you look at governments, governments have responded to the challenges in the macroeconomics. Um, so it's a balance between trying to sustain government, uh, making sure that uh, livelihoods are protected, as well as the investment uh, in infrastructure and other key sectors uh, for growth. So it's a balance between survival and growth at the moment uh, across the globe. And it's not a Ugandan phenomenon, but it's a global phenomenon that's actually impacting us. Because if you look at the way capital flows uh, from the Western world into emerging markets, um, you'll see that um, it's also, they are under pressure because they need to protect livelihoods and balance that equation between survival and investment in their own markets. So that has an impact on the decisions they make around aid coming into, um, into emerging markets. Um, so now that aid is redirected to domestic uh, economies in their own markets. So, so that is a phenomenon that one has to take into account when you start thinking about uh, some of the foreign uh, flows, and I'll talk about that a little later. Um, exchange rates, huge demand from importers. Uh, we've talked about uh, foreign portfolio uh, investors uh, taking funds out uh, in a flight to quality sort of phenomenon that we're seeing at the moment with the increase of rates overseas. Um, and then you see that um, you know, ex you know, so exports are not at the level that we want them to be. So when you put the three in one point, it all points to pressure uh, on the currency. But again, uh, private sector growth likely to be impacted by the increase in, um, in CBR rates. Uh, so if CBR rates continue to tick in the direction, uh, southward direction, uh, that, will that, that will have a direct impact on private sector uh, credit growth. And a quick look at the market. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. The South African rand appreciated past 17.8 against the dollar, its highest in seven weeks after the South Africa's central bank raised its main lending rate by higher than expected 50 basis points to 7.75%, citing upside risks to the inflation outlook. The decision surprised markets that expected a smaller 25 basis points increase and pushed borrowing costs to the highest since May 2009. The South African Reserve Bank has now raised rates for the ninth time in a row, adding a total of 425 basis points to the repo rate since it began tightening policy in November of 2021 to tame inflation. At the same time, the South African rand has been benefiting from a weaker dollar on growing expectations that the U.S. Federal Reserve will pose interest rate hikes in May and follow with rate cuts soon after that due to the financial turmoil. Quick trip around Africa, the South African Reserve Bank raised its benchmark repo rate by 50 basis points to 7.75 at its March 2023 meeting, while markets had expected a smaller 25 basis points increase. It's the ninth consecutive rate hike since 
The policy normalization started in November of 2021. Policymakers revised significantly upwards the headline inflation for 2023 now expected at 6 from 5.4% previously due to higher prices of core goods and food in the near term. Despite this, food and fuel inflation are expected to ease resulting in a headline forecast of 4.9% for 2024 and 4.5% in 2025. Loss-making Kenya Airways and South African Airways have revealed that the plans to launch Pan-African Airline Group will be completed in 2024. The proposed airline group will have a combined fleet of more than 100 aircraft and will operate under the Single Air Operator Certificate, making it the largest carrier in Africa. The deal has been delayed for some time now. Post-COVID-19, as both Kenya Airways and South African Airways have been riding on privatization and new investors as a path back to profitability after several years of losses that have left them both heavily indebted. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit the website, that is thekfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial and you can find me at Withadong.